Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Good morning, we're all Shelley Shearer here and welcome to the show. I mentioned this last week that I had seen this great uh, post on Instagram and I posted it on mine um, as well, Living Well with Shell. And it really got me thinking because so many of us live in fear. And it said, what would you, if you were your bravest self, what would you be? What would you do? The exact quote is, what would you do if you were the bravest version of yourself? And what was so funny is I had to pause this recording really super quickly because there was a noise in the background. Also, last week's podcast, there was a thumping noise. I think I discovered what it is. I apologize, guys. I'll try and be more careful. I take it my mic's just very sensitive. And I noticed that I looked down when someone's knocked my volume up. Probably me. And sure enough, my girlfriend, Brenda, next door posts this. Totally, completely unrelated to my activities, but the message obviously needs to get out there. So I'm going to read this to you. And you visualize, because this is a very visual quote. Fear holds so many of us back. And for some reason, people think that brave people are people that have no fear. And it's, it's simply not true. Just like my speaking engagement first time last fall, it wasn't about not feeling nervous. It was about doing it in spite of the nervousness. And I've heard this from speakers, actors, friends, professionals that still say that they get nervous going onto stage or, or performing or doing, or doing whatever it is they do. And there's things in our day-to-day life that unconsciously fear holds us back. And the thing I want you to get your head around today, if you can with me on this journey, is to recognize it and then to find the core of it. The big thing about coaching and self-development isn't about just realizing you have a fear or an insecurity or a limiting belief, but to do the work, you need to go find out what the root of that problem is. Where is it stemming from? So I'm going to read this right now because I want you to take you on this visual, and this is very visual. I just quickly read it and was like, oh my goodness, I was right there in the description. Fear. It is said that before entering the sea, a river trembles with fear. She looks back at the path she has traveled, from the peaks of the mountains, the long winding road, crossing forests and villages, and in front of her she sees an ocean so vast that to enter there seems nothing more than to disappear forever. But there is no other way back. The river cannot go back. Nobody can go back. To go back is impossible in existence. The riv- this river, the river, sorry, needs to take the risk of entering the ocean because only then will fear disappear because that's where the river will know it's not about disappearing into the ocean but becoming the ocean. This goes on in our lives and our society so much today. We are driven by fears and insecurities. They dictate our actions and our thoughts and our behaviors. 
And fear is a very low vibration on the scale. In fact, better you be angry because uh, at least you're moving up, up the chain, as I like to say, up, up the vibrational food chain. But when you live in fear and are frozen, when you have self-doubt, that stops you from so much. Now, you have all been with me on this journey over this past. I've been podcasting now for three and a half years. And for two of those years, I have ran the businesses side by side, my financial business and the, uh, the goal towards living well with Shell being a full-on coaching and speaking business and getting the ebook published, that sort of thing. My fear, or perhaps more in my case, my need for security meant that I needed to keep the bookkeeping clients. I needed to know that money was coming in every month. I am not a big believer in a lot of these gurus that say, you know, you need to quit everything and throw it all to the wind to make your dreams come true. Uh, network marketing is spectacular for feeding this lie that, you know, you can make $20,000 a month. Yeah, a few people make $20,000 a month. Usually the people that started the company and the inner circle are founders. The rest of them, and it usually doesn't last. That's just sort of how it how it goes. Nothing against network marketing. I've got a podcast on it. I, I'm a big believer in it. I would rather buy products from a friend that is got a little side gig than I will go to a grocery store or someplace that has cost millions of dollars to get that product on the shelf. But lots of times we buy into these fantasies that there is everything for everyone right this minute. And I'm not one that buys fully into that belief. I believe without big out big gain you you know there sorry, without big risk there is not big gain. I believe in the patient and long run um, phenomena. I did not get to be a podcaster and a coach and an author by going through nothing in my life. If at 54, which I am right now, I had not gone through the past 54 years of my life, if there were not trials and sacrifices and learning and knowledge and awareness and consciousness, I wouldn't be in this position. So for that, I am grateful. It's, it's kind of part of the journey. Perhaps you're not there yet. I completely understand that. But I'm, I'm at this point in my life. But fear shouldn't be ruling your life. Now this year is a bit fearful for me, I'm not gonna lie. Same as the fear is of getting up in front of that 50 women last September. My fear now of closing down my business, which by the way, if I've not mentioned that for my regular listeners, yes, Genesis will be closed down as of February 30th or 29th this year. Uh, there's never a February 30th, sorry. Uh, by March in tax season, it will be done. And although my own stuff, I will manage myself and I have one client that has to go on a little longer, just one, they will be gone by the summer as well. So what does that mean for my life? It means full time. I am writing a book, putting together my stage presentation, networking, and looking for speaking engagements. That is the goal and the fear I've overcome for lack of security for this year. And it was really neat because, uh, Two things. One, I, I talked to my husband about it the other night because we really haven't chatted. I just sort of tell him what I'm doing and he just supports me as we go along. And when I crash, he picks me up, which I did the other night. I'm not going to lie. I had a really bad night day two days ago. The day started great. And then it just literally by the afternoon, 
I just started feeling heavy. By the time my husband got home, I was hiding out in my bedroom because it was it was later and I was just having a quick rest. And I was reading a book to escape. And in the end, he made me dinner and I came out. He says, no, you go back and lie down. But actually, that's not what I needed. I just needed a hug. I literally walked up to him and started to cry. And he's just standing there shocked. He goes, what, honey? I says, I don't know what's wrong. Just something. I just... I just am off and I feel sad. I feel overwhelmed. I'm sorry. So he's wonderful. I have the best supporting man on the, on the, on the planet is that he just hugs me, tells me it's going to be okay. I know this will pass. These things I do not, I mean, I hate going through them. I hate feeling this way, but I know they will pass. That comes with maturity and wisdom and the confidence that I've built in my life that I will find a way out of these dark spaces. Okay. I don't live in them like I did in my twenties and thirties. Excellent. Now, we come downstairs later, we're eating dinner, and um, and I said to him, I said, I just paused, I said, honey, are you okay with what I'm doing here? Because I really didn't ask his permission. I, uh, I can't say we really discussed it in length type idea, but he's got a lot on his mind. He's got a surgery coming up that he's a little nervous about. Uh, colon cancer sort of runs in his family, and he's going in. He's nervous, and this has been on his mind, and I actually wasn't giving it enough credence that he has a fear around the surgery coming up for me it was just like eh, they're just gonna go in tell it tell it'll it'll be fine only you know all the siblings have been checked he is living in fear of this right now and I wasn't really being sensitive enough to see that I'm living in fear of taking away our income or my income for this one year period and he said yeah we'll survive we always do <laughs> so he's sitting there scared about a surgery when it comes to me making a huge lifestyle change in our life. He's like, no, we'll be fine. We, we, we've been together for almost 21 years. He says, we always are. He is right. His faith is not unfounded. We are always okay. But it was really kind of interesting because I was been reading this book, uh, The Millionaire Fastlane or Fastlane Millionaire. Sorry, I'm not sure which it is, but uh, MJ DeMarco. If you are looking for a change of, of perception on how to make money in this day and age, I would I would listen to this book or read this book. I buy into about 70% of it, and I've, I, I caution this when I'm coaching. I caution this as a podcaster. You do not need to buy into everything you read and hear. Find what resonates with you and take that out of it. That's why I'm such a ferocious reader-listener with Audible, because there's just so much great information out there. But it doesn't mean that everyone's message 100% resonates with me in my life. You know... Rachel Hollis, is it Rachel Hollis? Is that her name? Uh, the, the lady that wrote um, Girl, Wash Your Face and Qu Girl, Quit Apo Apologizing. She is a dynamic force of energy. Is she someone that, for my life and where I am, I listen to, to, I listen to read her books, follow? No, no, we're in different places in our lives. But does she appeal to a younger audience? Yes. It really is about who you resonate with. She is amazing at getting her message across to people that need to hear it and that are open to hearing it. So, you know, there's, there's just, there's a lot of these amazing success stories out there, but a lot of us don't want to walk into our greatness. In fact, I saw a quote the other day, something along the lines of, you know, psychologically, like with the psychological side of things where they do surveys and such, Kind of like people always make the joke about when someone would rather be in the box than giving the eulogy at the funeral because people are so scared of public speaking. This one was, um, 
oh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't done a segue. That always gets me with my memory. That people are more afraid of their greatness than they are of staying where they are. Isn't that terrible? Can you imagine if we all embraced our greatness, walked out into the world and just made it a better, better place? That would be spectacular. But we live in this fear. And what scared me about that quote was, we're not even living in the fear of moving forward. We're living in the fear of where the where we're going. Like that greatness out there, we're more afraid of that than staying where we are. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> no, I needed to move forward. I, I, there's no way I could stay where I was in my teens and my 20s. Growth for me. It's not like life was all that, you know, that bad or, you know, I wasn't in a concentration camp and I didn't starve to death, but I've got trauma in my background and I've got issues I've had to overcome. I had to keep moving forward. For me, with my personality, there was no other choice. I'm just, I gave victim a try in my early 20s. Yeah, that, that doesn't sit well with me. There was no other choice for me, for, for, but me, for me but to keep moving forward. However, that doesn't take away the insecurity and the fear and the worry about what the future holds. All I know is that I've had enough time on this earth now. I have enough faith and I, I resonate in a high enough vibration that I know I will survive. I know that when, not if, when bad times come again, I will get through them. I will have the habits and the knowledge to navigate those storms. But when I'm on a lazy river or the lake is calm, it is clear sailing and I love it and I have gratitude for it. And all of that comes from the journey that I've gone through. So don't be afraid of your greatness. Don't be afraid of what you could accomplish in this world because that breaks my heart. Think about but of becoming the ocean, becoming more, tying yourself into the energetic field that is everywhere. Do you know, I always love to use the analogy of Star Wars. So I'm a, I'm a sci-fi fanatic, all right? Just, it's just the way it is. Love it. The fact that Picard's back on TV is just, I literally vibrate when the show comes on. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know, super geek. But do you remember in Star Wars, The Force? And we all act like it's this mythical thing but if you could relate that to today's life today, like to yourself in the real world, all they're talking about is the universe, the force that is out there. They were just taught to tap into it from a young age. And some people were just better at it than others. That's how I've always made the analogy for me anyways. Don't know if that works for you, but that kind of works for me. That power is out there. May the force be with you. It is with you. The question is, are you strong enough to pull from it what you need to keep moving forward in greatness and without fear? That's what I want you to think about this week. When I saw these things, it's funny, these things just come across my social media or I'm looking for things to post for you guys. And I'm going to post this fear one actually in the uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda, the high functioning habits Facebook page. The Living Well with Shell one, um, actually I'll post it in both because most people go to Living Well with Shell, but there actually is a, a page that belongs to this podcast. I usually just post motivational things there and the links to, to a podcast, which this one I will because I really want people to hear it, hear the message. 
that there is more out there. And it's funny because yesterday, same deal about fear again. Someone posted on Instagram this picture of, you know, a warrior with his hand up on the nose of this gigantic dragon. And again, it was uh, an ode to how the things that we fear and how it stops us from going forward, accomplishing great things. It was, it was just a great visual. I'm in love with magic. I love reading about it. I love it when it's in a storyline. I love the possibility. The, the, I love the, the possibility that there is more. I think is what I love about it. I love the fairies and the make what we call the make believe. I resonate with it. I resonate with the magic. I've been going to Disneyland since I was a child, and that was where one of my biggest fears was overcome. Was right there. I've told the story before of my of my father making me walk up to this whole family and ask them for their passes because back then when I was like nine, the passes uh, Disneyland was all about the tickets. You just bought tickets to go on certain rides. You bought a bunch of tickets, and each ride had a certain amount of tickets, and uh, then you know so you could control your budget. Now, of course, you just buy. You pay one fee, and you can go to everything. But back then, they didn't. So there was this huge event, and these people all had passes because it was a corporate event for the day at Disneyland, and we just happened to hit it. And Disneyland was open to midnight, which it wasn't normally. So they were leaving at nine o'clock or whatever. Uh, with their family and I could, we could hear them talking. They were heading home and they were all wearing their lanyards with these all access passes. And my dad just looked at me and said, if you want to keep riding rides, you need to go up to them and ask them if they would mind giving you your passes. I was a very shy child, <laughs> very shy. I know that's hard to imagine. Uh, I don't know whether that came from nurture or nature. I really don't. Because the funny thing, as a child, my sister had no fear and she was just in your face all the time. And then she got to be older and she developed a bit of an introverted personality. Whereas as a child, I was very proper, very shy, very quiet. And I developed into this. <laughs> Go figure. But I remember thinking, how bad do I want that? How bad am I willing to walk through my being scared of talking to strangers and they're right there. We're not talking danger here, okay? There's no stranger danger in case anyone was just going there on their minds. And to ask for what I wanted. Well, they were so happy to give them to us. That, at the age of nine years of age, gave me this little boost in my life that I've carried with me my whole life to ask for what I want. Because all they can do, folks, is say no. <laughs> and, by the way, I learned this cute uh, thing on Tuesday. I might have even mentioned it last week in my podcast. Robin, one of the ladies in my network meeting, she did this. She is a, a counselor for grieving, a grieving counselor, and does so much else, by the way. She does energy work, but she works in hospice type idea, and she's just spectacular. She was our guest speaker, and she gave us these little handouts, and one of the points on the back was, no is a complete sentence. <laughs> I thought that might as well have been in neon orange and in bold and, you know, 10 fonts larger than everything else on the page. That's how much it stood out to me. Because I've really had to learn to practice that. I have a tough time saying no. So there's two sides to no in your life when you're talking about fear. There is the, you are just a pleaser and there's some something innate in you that needs to feel wanted or needed or something that you never say no. Okay? Or there is the, you're afraid of someone saying no to you and all that, how that's going to manifest and all the ramifications of your insecurities and fear. Neither of those reactions are real. That's just you thinking that. Okay? 
there's a really great thing and I can't remember how it goes something about you know that's just you thinking that's me thinking that about you thinking it's this thing that goes back and forth and actually when you say it properly it actually makes a lot of sense and that is I gotta look that up for you guys because that is very very true please remember that you walking in your life is simply one tiny little sliver aspect of the overall movie that is playing the person standing right beside you across the room in a different country that you ran into at a conference five years ago their picture and movie you could be in the same room same event experiencing the same thing and their movie is completely different than yours okay always try and remember a little bit just in the back of your mind of your subconscious practice this bit of a mantra that that's just me thinking that doesn't make it true your fear a lot of times is just based on something that you're the only one thinking that so don't be afraid of getting a no and for the love of all that's holy do not be afraid to say no no is a complete sentence have a great day everyone and i'll catch you on the flip side we really hope you enjoyed this episode of coulda woulda shoulda Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.